Hi folks, it's Dave here from the iReady podcast, giving you my post-match reaction to yeah, another disappointing result against Celtic this season. Yep, another disappointing result, like I said, this time in the Scottish Cup semi-final at Hamden, which has finished a short time ago. And unfortunately, we have been defeated 1-0. Now, this was it, guys. This was our final chance to try and retain something this season, retain the Scottish Cup, get some sort of silverware. But unfortunately, it's not going to be... Uh, I will try and focus on the positives because there were a few positive signs in the team today. I actually thought we played very well in the second half, but I will get into that. So the team that Michael Beale put out for this game, two changes made, and that was the return of Ryan Kent and Connor Goldson in defence for Rangers. I think uh, we've all been seeing how poorly we have been in defence without Goldson. I know there's been a lot of shambolic defending by Rangers, including today, but I think we realise that we are certainly a lot tighter at the back when Connor Goldson is in the lineup. So pleased to see him back at the start of the game. So it was Alan McGregor, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davies, Borna Barisic at the back. In midfield, John Lundstrom, Raskin, Cantwell, and then up front for Rangers, Tillman, Kent and Morelos. On the bench for Rangers, McLaughlin, Rudvan, Hadji, Suter, Matondo, Kamara, Wright, Fashion Sakala and Scott Arfield. So, to start off the game, difficult for any of us to see what was going on due to the amount of smoke bombs that had been going off in the stadium. There was uh, could hardly see a thing on the pitch, but Rangers started off really brightly and in the first minute, Nicholas Raskin, really unlucky. He gets onto the ball at the edge of the box and shows his intent straight away. He hits a fantastic shot, which we all thought was goal-bound. Unfortunately, it took a deflection off the Celtic defender and out for a corner. But nothing coming of that corner, unfortunately, but a good start to the game for Rangers. And then the next uh, 10 minutes, Rangers... Having the better of the early stages, not really doing anything. The front three, three of Rangers really not getting involved in the match at all. It was really all build-up play from our own half into midfield, but nothing happening. And that was the same right the way through to the first 25 minutes of the game. Very cagey by both teams. Celtic included not doing anything up front, but still Rangers having the better of the early exchanges, I would say. But the first real chance of the game came in the 27th minute when it was a chance for Celtic. They had a breakthrough on the right-hand side of the box and their attacker, he hits a low shot straight at Alan McGregor. He manages to get it cleared. The ball comes straight out. We can't get it cleared properly. Straight to the Celtic, uh, another Celtic forward. Honestly, can't remember who it was. And he hits another low shot, but then a well saved by McGregor. A bit more of a standard save by McGregor that time, but scare there for us. Then on the 35th minute, uh, an injury blow for us where Malik Tillman, he had to get taken off. He went in for a, a tackle in his own half on the left-hand side of the field, uh, overstretching straight away. You could tell that he was struggling and uh, eventually he had to come off and Scott Arfield came on, who I will get into later on because Arfield had a fantastic game in my opinion. But again, nothing really in the game until... The 42nd minute where something that we had all hoping wouldn't happen 
another shambolic piece of defending by Rangers and it wasn't just one or two players it was a culmination Celtic on the left hand side of the box the ball was played through one of the Celtic players went down in a sort of tussle with uh, one of the Rangers players I think it was Raskin at that point and Raskin and Kent basically just stopped expecting the referee to blow the whistle the referee didn't blow the whistle and Celtic played on, put a cross into the box. All of the Rangers defenders stood still. James Tavernier was marking Jota. James Tavernier just stopped, never moved. Jota ghosted round past him, got in between him and the rest of the defence and had a point-blank header with absolutely no one marking him whatsoever. As easy as you like, completely shambolic defending by Rangers. We've been hearing all week Borna Barisic saying that they have been studying the chances and the goals that we've conceded against Celtic and they were sure that they were going to iron out all of these issues. This was as basic as you can get, guys. One of the first things that you're taught as a child when you're playing football is play to the whistle. You hear it constantly in kids' games, play to the whistle, play to the whistle, play to the whistle. And when a group of Rangers players basically just stop expecting the referee to blow the whistle and not one person stays focused on the ball that's when you lose goals and at this level that's just unacceptable guys it really is absolutely shambolic defending i'll say it again shambolic anyway that is how the first half ended celtic scored that goal there was really nothing in this game celtic were coming into the game in the first half without really doing anything and then you know we shoot ourselves in the foot by allowing that goal and giving us a complete uphill task into the second half up front, we showed absolutely nothing. Ryan Kent looked completely unfit, should never have been out on the field. Alfredo Morelos was just a complete empty shirt out there. And like I said, Tillman, who had been playing up front for us, had to go off with an injury with Scott Arfield coming on. So we knew the strength and depth of our bench hasn't been great You know, with the amount of injuries that we've got. We didn't have that many uh, options to bring on but we knew that there had to be a change in the second half and it was Ryan Kent taken off at half time fashion Sakala coming on and then this is when Rangers really started coming into the game and when we started creating chances and you know pinning Celtic back because we were we were dominating the midfield I thought Scott Arfield was outstanding especially in the sort of between the 45th minute and the 75th minute it was it was absolutely fantastic so was John Lundstrom I thought he'd had one of the, the better games that he's played in a while and we were dominating the midfield and on the 50th minute just after half time with an early chance the ball was crossed in by Todd Cantwell Alfredo Morelos with the header and it just falls to fashion Sakala right in front of the goalkeeper in the six yard box he sticks his foot out nobody knows what's happening unfortunately it hits the thigh of Joe Hart and Celtic managed to clear it don't even think fashion Sakala knew what, what was going on there but really unlucky that we didn't score there but then Celtic had one of their few chances of the second half a through ball which was not dealt by the Rangers defence it falls to Kyogo it's a low shot but well saved by Alan McGregor out for the corner and then three minutes later a great chance for Rangers Nico Raskin on the ball he passes a through ball to Scott Arfield at the edge of the box and Arfield just decides to go for it himself he hits a thunderous shot low 
Great save by Hart out for the corner, so really unlucky there. That was going right into the bottom corner as well, so really unlucky there by Scott Arfield. But again, we were controlling the midfield at that point, and it was all Rangers. We had all the possession. We were in the Celtic half. We were hoping that this was the time that we really needed to get the goal. On the 64th minute, Fashion Sakala on the left wing, he gets into the box, cuts the ball back to James Tavernier, who hits a fantastic shot and it just batters off the post. Comes back to Fashion Sakala, who basically has an angle to shoot and identical to what he did in the League Cup final. He puts the ball past the post and really, for a striker, of his quality at this level, that ball should have been in the back of the net. So that was Rangers' huge chance to get the equaliser. They really should have scored there, but didn't make the most of that. James Tavernier, really unlucky there, but Fashion will be looking back at that yet again and saying to himself, that was a huge opportunity missed. And then after that, Celtic making three subs because they knew at that point the Rangers were completely dominating the game. And on the 71st minute, Borna Barisic with a cross in from the left. James Tavernier with the header, unfortunately, heads the ball down into the ground. It bounces in front of the goal and over the bar. Really unlucky there. Another chance. 74th minute, two substitutions for Rangers. Rabi Matondo and Yilmaz on for Barisic, who looked as if he was injured also in the second half. And Raskin coming off the 76th minute. Rabi Matondo on the right-hand side into the edge of the box. He hits a great shot and again, Low save by Joe Hart, really unlucky there. 83rd minute, Ineas Hadji coming on for Rangers. Alfredo Morelos goes off. Guys, you all know how much I love Morelos, but he had an absolute shocker today. It was a complete empty shot. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. He was off, Hadji was on. A minute later, Rabi Matondo again, who looked lively when he came on. He was on the left-hand side. He cuts the ball back to Scott Arfield on the edge of the box, who takes a shot, but he was leaning back and the ball just over the bar. And that is basically the last chance that we had of the game. There was five minutes injury time, but Celtic being smart, which is what they're supposed to do, slowing the game down, putting the ball out, players going down, just trying to run the clock down. And that is how the game finished, guys, on a bit of a whimper at the end. Like I said, we completely dominated the second half, but just couldn't take advantage up front. We had very, very little going forward up front. I felt sorry for Scott Arfield because I thought he was by far the best player on the field. He was really going for it. He deserved a goal for the effort that he put in the second half. John Lundstrom, I thought, played well as well, guys, for the first time in a while, but it all comes down to absolutely shambolic defending by Rangers yet again. We have allowed Celtic to win that game without them playing well, and that's the disheartening part here. If Celtic had went out and been completely dominant against us and won that game 1-0, it might have been slightly easier to take but the fact that we have been the better team and still can't win is really really worrying so what it's shown me is that we can match Celtic but until we sort out our defence and actually get a forward line who can punish teams you just even having a half chance it's going to be the same old story it's going to be a trophyless season for us guys we, we just need to accept that now there's going to have to be a huge rebuild. I hope Michael Beale's done his homework. I hope he knows what is required because we need to get rid of a lot of Deadwood who should have left, you know, a couple of seasons back. 
so that we could start a rebuild. It's, uh, it's not happened. Injuries have been horrendous. We all know that as well. I'm not trying to make any excuses for the game today, but it came down to poor defending and just not being able to capitalise on any chances. So there's still a few games left in this season folks and Derek and I will be back for our main pod I think this week it's going to be another cheery one not but anyway guys I hope you can enjoy the rest of your Sunday it's another disappointing one for us but we will be back and we will keep supporting our team because that's what we do so take care people we will speak soon bye bye